Welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. I'm Sarah Kennedy from Irish Wedding Blog, one of Ireland's leading sources for wedding inspiration, advice and support. Real Weddings with Sarah brings you an inside snoop of some of Ireland's best-loved personalities and celebrity weddings. Join me as I indulge on all of the wedding goss. You're very welcome to today's episode of Real Weddings with Sarah. I have a very, very special guest today, comedian Emma Doran. Emma is one of Ireland's leading ladies of comedy. She's a social media sensation that got us through COVID with her hilarious sketches. She's a regular fixture on Irish TV and radio. And she joins me today for a very special show where we dissect the hugely, hugely important subject matter of wedding guests. Emma, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for that. That was a real proper introduction. Oh, we don't that's... mess about here like this. <laughs> no, because usually this is your when life. I have to introduce people, I just like, eh. I'm not prepared at all. So thanks for that. That was lovely. That was a lovely start to my day. That's a happy Monday. <laughs> Delighted to be here. So Emma, tell me, you, you've knocked around a few weddings in your time. I have. So I'm in, uh, I'm in my late 30s. So I've gone to a uh, roughly, I've gone to about 4,000 weddings. Yeah, yeah, standard. Yeah. Yeah. So at the moment, there was a, there was a period of time there where I was getting invites for about five a week and I had to take out a loan from the credit union just yeah. to go to these weddings. And that's the right thing to do. That's the, That was the right thing to do. Yeah. If you tell them it's for home improvements, like it's grand, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So I'm now, uh, it's now slowed down. And obviously the last um, couple of years has slowed things down, but I'm starting to get a couple of invites, but it is slowing. The 40ths are starting now. That's where I'm at. So I'm kind of in a way, because it's slowed down a little bit, I I look forward to them more because it's, you know, my kids are... It's less yeah, my kids are a little bit older. It's actually great now to have an excuse to like get away. Whereas before it was just, there were so many of them and it was like like logistical nightmare. Yeah. So I'm, I'm back on wedding buzz now. Like so I enjoy the them. scene. You're back on the I'm scene. I'm back on the scene. Ready yeah, to yeah. Go. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. And do you know what? I did a poll the other week and um, I was asking people what makes a wedding an Irish wedding. And yes. I don't know if you've got some, um, some thoughts on this but this wouldn't like if I go back 10 years ago right you'd have the afters and yes. that was like a big thing because a lot of countries don't do afters like this is a really Irish thing but there's many many that came in saying that what makes an Irish wedding is potato sandwich in the res bar yeah that now that's now are you seeing that a lot yeah but you know do you know what I noticed that well, there were, obviously, with an Irish wedding, there was always an afters, but there seems to be this great thing now that you are fed constantly yeah. throughout the day. So before it was just like kind of the meal and then there might be, you know, a snack later on. But now it's just like it's a constant flurry of food the whole time. So Which I mean, thankful that's... for the next morning because it does oh. take it does it does make a difference. Oh, big style. I mean, now there's ebbs and flows in the night. I think my danger zone is when the starter comes, because that's when it really hits me that I've, you know, there's just been a, there's been a few Proseccos and stuff, you know what I mean? And you know, when the entertainment is brought out kind of 
around the end of the main course. Mm-hmm. Many a time at a video at, at a wedding, I've seen a video where um, you know the lads come out and do the music, and they might have the hankies and all that stuff. Uh, now you see, I talk about that in such a vague way because that's where I black out for forty-five minutes. <laughs> Full just, disclosure. You just, you're and I'm completely, I'm completely coherent, and I'm absolutely fine. But I've no memory of that moment. So the food. The food hasn't started to like kick in fully then, but I like you're totally right. Like that, that like crisp sandwich is the nicest crisp sandwich you'll ever have in your life. I like, agree. Ever. I know. Ever. I find right that I'm generally like I get a little bit tipsy and I'm in great form around the starter. I start to 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 go downhill around main course because the food is now too much, and then yes. I get really tired. And I'm at a point where I'm like, I'll be in bed by eleven, twelve. You get to midnight and I'm like, it's like I've had, you know, five hours sleep. I'm back in the game. I'm ready to go. And then I can't go to bed till everybody else. So the last man standing, I'm going to bed when the barman is closing up. Yeah. And I get this second wave and then it kills me for weeks after it. Weeks. Oh, yeah. We see at that point at the main for me as well. That's that's when we find out whether the outfit I chose was the right choice and whether the shoes I chose oh no never the right choice never because often like the thing that will actually end the whole the whole like game over for me will be the shoes because like my feet are just so wide and especially now as I get older like I'm just not wearing heels like what what do I expect I'm wearing docks and then I try and wedge (laughs) Like hoofing, hoofing a foot into a shoe. And I wonder where did it all go wrong? And I, oh, I have these, I'll find these shoes. I'm like, God, why don't I wear these anymore? And then I wear them for about an hour. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why you don't wear them anymore, Emma, because they're horrific because you're going to lose like, you know, half your foot to these shoes. The gangrene sets in. Now, some <laughs> some weddings are great because you, they'll have the flip flops in the bathroom. Yes, and that gives you an extra couple of hours. It does, but you know the way. Do you ever are your feet ever so bad that like even it's painful to put the flip flops on, and they're just and like that's it. And buzzing. I get the, they're I buzzing, know. and I get the fear on the dance floor that the other heely high hoers that are able to handle their heels are going to stomp on my foot. Yeah, because I have had an instant where some like really spiky heel got my big toe and it crippled me for weeks like but you know it's my top tip for a wedding is always bring a pair of shoes that you're not that keen on because by mm. mistake you could end up picking yourself up another pair of shoes that are better because you know the way on all those shoes on the oh floor. my god I'm picturing you scowling tables with the Jimmy shoes under the table to take out with you I'm terrible about your, your no, new look like if people have if people have uh, like the sweets and stuff like that I'm straight because they'll go fast I'm straight out to that like I'll get sweets for the kids whatever like I I just I basically take what I can get at these things you know what I mean I'm like terrible guest but I have come home with now like there has there has been you know sometimes you may come home with two different shoes you're so enthusiastic you know they're not even a pair well you see we've got the alternative I always come home with my shoes but my husband never comes home with the right tie the right jacket 
it's always a problem. And then it's the scale of, oh, I lost my jacket. My one had the purple swirls on the inside. So then everybody's like a feckin' agent going through mountains yeah. of jackets trying to find. And then somebody's rented a jacket. It might be a, a groomsman. And then you're, oh, geez, we have to get that back or we'll be charged. It's always the way. There's always a jacket hunt. Always. Yes. Yeah, I know. It, I mean, there should actually be a lost and found at a wedding. That's not a bad idea. Because do you know what you could, there's companies for everything for a wedding, except yeah. a lost, your wedding lost and found. You get them to come up, they stand in the corner, they wait for it, they identify, they do a recce as you walk in the room. Yeah. So they'll be able to match you back with your stuff. Hello, business. That's, that's, that's it. I'm going to do it's a business not, plan It's for that. not even 10 o'clock on a Monday morning and we've already come up with this. Hello. <laughs> Jesus, where are we going to be in 15 minutes? What can we think of? That's obviously a great idea. I lost I and found at a wedding. Lost and found. Yeah. Um, Write so that down. I've, I'm, I'm on it. I'm all over it. The, <laughs> the, the big one, right? So if we were to think about, because, you know, yeah. I think Ireland, what makes it so unique with the wedding is the characters. Yeah. That you see. And, you know, Irish weddings, there's no real, you know, there's no unique wedding, right? Because no. the people, Irish people are Irish people. We're all the feckin' yes. same. So, like, if you were to categorize a few different types of wedding guests, what would you, what, what is always, what do you always see when you're at a wedding? Apart from yourself, who's the, the shoe thief or, or yeah, general yeah, yeah. milker of all freebies. But <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's me. Um, I would say the first person who I identify, and now I don't necessarily, it depends on my mood. I'm either going to buddy up with this person or I'm just kind of going to observe them. But it okay. is the aunt. It is the aunt. Okay. So the mad aunt is a particular. Now, it's not all ants. It's just a particular type of aunt. The mad aunt is of the mindset that she will never admit that she is hammered. Okay. Oh, yes. So she will always blame it's the new shoes. The air just hit me when, you know, I went outside, yeah. I think there was something off with the food, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Are they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's always one of those avoidance, yeah. avoidance. Yeah. Oh, but you see, they're good for the, they're good for the entertainment as well. They take a lot of photos and a lot of shit photos. Like none of those, no one is ever going to see these photos. She'll send like into the family WhatsApp group. She'll send all the photos she took. There'll be like 60 photos. And there won't be a usable one there. They're all completely shy. And right? people you don't know. Oh, yeah. People you don't know, of course. So the other, the way to kind of know her is that you'll kind of, you'll hear her before you see her. And it should be kind of shouting about something like, get off me, get off me. And when you approach her, you'll realize that she's having the argument with her own coat. Do you know that kind of way? She's got like the left, the left hand into the right sleeve. Oh, stop. I can actually, do you know what? I was at a wedding a couple of years ago. You've just described one of the aunties. Only auntie had actually, like she really peaked before yeah. the starter. Oh, oh, of course. You see, because they haven't got the stamina for it. They don't. She's she carried out and she was at the end of the room. So she got the walk of shame being oh. carried out through the, so we all got to have a good look at her. Yeah, and, and it's no fault of their own, but it's a long day. Yeah, they're, I mean, you're you know not what used I mean? to that pace anymore as well. It's a lot. I mean, come on, you know, you're going to like kind of maybe going to your local once every six months to all of a sudden having a Prosecco at half eight in the morning. 
like you're going to be done by four in the afternoon. If, if you're if you're lucky. Yeah. You might get to the ceremony. But I do, I do love them and they're great for as well when before it all goes absolutely pear-shaped, they are great for getting info out of people. Yeah. They have a knack of yeah. being able to find out all about people and their, their business. Like people that you know very well getting information off them that you never even heard about. Whatever way they ask questions, people just, and I think it's because they ask questions and they're very good at like leaving the silence so people just keep filling it. They're pros, they're practiced. Yeah, yeah. They've been they're doing very it a while. But I do like to be. I do like to make sure that I'm. I'm close to them at least. Maybe maybe not like sitting right beside them. Yes, yeah, small doses, I mean. but enough so they're not. I want to like see the show. Yes. Yeah, when the show yes. kicks off, like yeah. you said, like the walk of shame, or you know, when they get into an argument, maybe they get into an argument with their husband. There can be a bit oh, of that. Oh yeah, that's great, isn't it? Yeah. So I love. I love the arguments as well. I love that. Yeah, I really do. I want, yeah, I, look, I'm so greedy. I really want my money's worth. I want the show. So the the ant, that ant is good for a little appetizer for the star. A bit of, the of entertainment. And good one if yeah. you don't know many people that aren't in the family and say you're just a non-family guest. It's a yes. great one to find people that you may not know to join together as this observation of the ant. Yes. And it kind it's, of, a, it's a nice icebreaker. Yeah, it's a yeah. good icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely, definitely. is. Yeah. <laughs> Now, another guest that I quite like, but just because the mind boggles, right? Right. I've seen this guest a few times at a wedding. Do you know the guest who proposes to their partner at someone else's wedding? No, like I don't get this. What is that all about? I mean, I know I'm trying to get my money's worth, but that's next level. Like, isn't it? Now, I asked this question, right? the community very recently yes. and some people were like oh well I wouldn't mind if I was in on it heck no pick your own time I'm yes. in the mug here putting all this shit together creating a beautiful surrounding feeding yeah. people pumping them up to wine so you can just rock up with your feckin' knee and your ring with absolutely no effort oh it's so lazy no. I've seen it I've seen it before without a ring so I've seen it like and not like the yeah. drunk ones on the dance floor like Owen used oh, to do no. that every wedding. He used to get like whatever onion ring or whatever and take the piss out of me. Yeah. Oh, no, no. This was this was a real one. Like music off. Grab the mic. Stop. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'd, I think you'd be well within your right to say no to that engagement, to that proposal. I've never, I've never seen anyone say no. I mean, that would be great. I would love to see that. That with the auntie together. That scenario. Yes. Yeah, so I love the little bit of that. And especially, yeah, if you're not, if you're kind of outside the family as well, it's a real eye opener. You know, the way like somebody might have that brother or something that you never heard about, like that much. Like it was always kind of like he's in Australia, you know, like very, very vague. You're like, okay, whatever. And then the wedding rocks around and he's there proposing to the girlfriend who he's probably, he's definitely been with her under a year. Let's just, you know. Yeah, and he probably had just come out and before they they were together for a year, but he was with a young one over in Australia for five years and broke her heart and then just got engaged like three weeks later to this like beach babe. Like, you know, it's you could write it. 
there's always one of those lads that come home at that shenanigans. And poor Mary's <laughs> left over there nursing on her own. Yeah. How oh, after he ripped yeah. her heart out. It was his idea. It was all his idea. It was. He's a selfish. Yeah. He is a selfish wrecker. Yeah. But I love that because, I mean, obviously you can spend a fortune on the band and all the rest of it. But that's real entertainment. Because the trick is, there's so many people to look at in that moment. I want to look at the couple whose wedding it actually is to see how they're, you know, how they're enjoying this now. I want to look at their parents, you know, because they, they usually are quite, they're usually in the fold because they're kind of like, oh, well, all my yeah. family's here. I'll kind of, you know, so there's so much going on in that moment. The next person who I quite like to see at the wedding and now but there's no debate in this one. I don't want to be sitting near this person. Okay. I don't I don't want to be really spending any time with this person. But again, great entertainment is the full on bridesmaid. So not always, but she's often called she's often called Brona, I find. Sorry, not Brona. always. Brona. Brona. Yeah, she, I was, you know. I don't make the rules, but she is often called Brona. Okay. But this bridesmaid, she sometimes is a sister, you know, sometimes the close friend or cousin or whatever. But her, she wants to run this bride's life. Right. This bride's life. Now, I was at a wedding, not in Ireland, so it's safe to talk about this, right? But the bridesmaid stood up. And spoke about how she had gotten married and she had found oh. love and she was so happy. Had bridesmaid and was couldn't believe it was now finally happening for the bride. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that's smug. Yeah, and hoped oh, that they would smug. possibly maybe be as lucky as her to end up having children as well. Oh, my God. The wagon bridesmaid is the one who who manages, who somehow manages to make the whole thing about her. There's one in every village, isn't there? Yeah, they've usually written a ship poem as well. That's oh, absolutely absolute bollocks. Absolute what? bollocks. <laughs> what and they read it like as if this is a gift to everyone. Pro that's probably their <laughs> gift. That's their wedding gift. Is this fucking poem? They probably got in a framed. Like and they're, and they're looking at the bride them. looking where are your tears why aren't you crying where are they like, oh yeah and they have so the tears indulgent. they have those fake tears where there's no there's no water leaving their eyes but they get the tissue just to yeah protect. yeah there's nothing there bone dry yeah, yeah. bone dry but yeah they are mad for the shit poems and oh it's usually something really shite like um you know like some little limerick thing They've done a few rhymy words. <laughs> Do you ever see the ones How in America? When you will see some, you know. Like, I know. Do you ever see the American ones? They get up and they're like rapping. Uh, and they're like they're they're like rewording like Fifty Cent's Candy Shop, like to like as a speech. <laughs> no wonder, glorious, isn't no wonder it? we all have to lurry the drink into ourselves. Like it's just like, it's to numb the pain. <laughs> Oh, but Brona is a like she's Brona's a, a dose. We'll say it here. She is a weapon, 
and it's like she's de- she has to, she ha- like if she's if she's not family if she's a best friend she has to be one of those best friends that hasn't been chosen you know that it's yeah, been a they've friendship been there a long time yeah yes yeah. it's built on proximity or the, the mom started out as friends and it's all you know what I mean it's yeah. all just and you this is it and you just know for a fact that she's been an absolute nightmare through the whole process hen yeah. works she's been a nightmare oh sure I I was at a wedding and very closely involved in this wedding and one of the bridesmaids uh, told the bride that she wasn't going to wear the dress because the color and only oh. her dress got changed Do you know this kind of stuff now it's that time of the podcast for cool finds. Cool finds, cool finds, cool finds. I have a cool, cool find this week. This one was sent to me by a bride on the back of a Q&A session I did on Instagram recently. So I get asked quite a lot about alternative wedding cakes and just different ideas for something that's a little bit outside the box. Many brides and grooms opt for a cheese cake. Now, I don't mean your normal cheesecake that you'd get in a restaurant. I mean, blocks of cheese where guests can come up and cut their favorite brie or camembert or whatever it may be, lash it onto a cracker and have a few grapes and everyone's laughing. So this has been going on quite a while and there are many, many suppliers that that do it around the country. They're quite artisan. But very recently, a bride came and showed me and I've got it up on my Instagram feed. A bride came and showed me that super value do wedding cheese blocks. So you can pick out whichever cheese wheel they stock or you want and they'll have it ready for you stacked you can get your florist to add a a flower onto it you can get all of your crackers and your accompaniments there and I was told under very good notification that it would actually save you a few bob too so there you go your local super value for the wedding cheesecake and this isn't too far off because I remember when I was doing weddings that another cool find was for those who were looking to they didn't want to spend a bomb on a wedding cake What they used to get was actually just very plain tears in Marks and Spencers. Now, Ireland is notoriously coming out of stock with those um, with those wedding cakes and the tears from Marks and Sparks. But they are just completely plain. Majority of the time, they're fruit. You might be lucky and might be able to get, you know, a a chocolate biscuit one. But it's just plain white, um, plain white covering. And that's it. And then you have to do an awful lot of the work yourself. But again, some ribbon, some flowers. There you go. If cake isn't that important to you. Happy days. Alternatively, now, if you want to go the whole hog and you want all the different flavors and the artistry and everything that goes, this is no substitute at all. But I do love the idea that there are deals to be had, particularly if you're on a budget and you can still get really good stuff. So super value for the cheesecake. Marks and Sparks then for plain cake. There you go. That is a cool, cool find. So we've got the dodgy bridesmaid Brona. Yes. The belled Brona. The belled Brona. Now, 
another person who I like. Friend of the groom who, now this is quite specific, but I think he goes to every wedding. Friend of the groom who's involved in finance in some way. Right. Do you know I him? Know I, yeah, you're going somewhere with this. Yeah. Who the whole thing is, all he talks about is money, his career, price of houses. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Everything stop. is about money, 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 money. Yeah. You've got Owen McGee sitting at your table there with the salt and peppers. And you know, <laughs> yeah. And he's the fr- oh! He's always the one, the first one, real early doors. Real, like you've only sat down at the shagging table. He's the one to start straight away taking bets on how long the speeches mm. are. And, yeah. how, and how much like the wedding costs them. Yes, everything. That. But you know what? You find with him, right? So he'll be all like sense and sensibility, money talk, bore, bore, bore. It gets to midnight. He's the weird one that's pissing in the corner into a flower pot. Oh, totally. Yeah. You know, he, there's a, like there's always something gone a bit loopy. Yeah, could have a few tears or whatever. And he's just <laughs> he, he, he really t- he really talks into your ear. Oh, he's, you know, like yeah, he's that warm breath thing. On you. Yeah. I mean, this is bad, but in my experience, he does sweat an awful lot. And he never gets the shift. Never. But talks about it a lot. <laughs> talks about it a lot. And thinks he's great crack and slagging all the lads. And it's no. His name's usually Cahill or something. Yeah, he's but, a tryhard. Yeah, it's just he it's you know what it is. He thinks somewhere along the way, somebody told him, probably in Australia, one person said to him, You're great crack. Oh, and that's actually his brain now. He actually yeah. thinks so. He's constantly, constantly trying to force the crack, push the crack. Organized fun, yeah, yeah. Now, I have a controversial one. It's, it's not. Yeah, it is a guess, but I want to know why. Okay. okay? And it, 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 when it happens at a wedding, it disturbs me, and <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. it just gives me. It just gives me the ick and I want to know why it happens right so you know the way a couple get married right um, mm-hmm. so you know this couple and um, they decide to get married in the church but neither one of them is like religious or yeah. goes to mass or anything like that absolutely yeah, fine standard. That, that's what they that's their choice that's what they want to do grand why is the priest at the top table why why is he there <laughs> why is he there like is if he's been in the family fold for years. What's that all about? I think it's just keeping the facade going. It's you know, just, like you've come it, this far, it, stick him on the top table. It just bugs me so much. He's <laughs> like, it just bugs me well, so much. We had, we had our priest, right? Now his name was brilliant. Father Pierre Pepper, right? Oh, hello. Father Pierre Pepper. Father yeah. Pierre Pepper was a total, total legend. Now, he'd ask you difficult questions on the altar, like, why are you here? And like myself and Owen were looking at each other going, I think it's pretty obvious. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've planned on this for yeah, a while. Like, like... You've met us before. Um, and to be fair to him, like I had a chief groom's man, which was controversial. And it, it took him okay. a few in the rehearsal. Now, he, it took him a while to get the head around it. Like there was a few repetitions of chief groom's man, groom's man, you know. And yeah. so it took him a while to get there. 
But like that, he came to the meal. He was at the top table. Now, in Father Pierre Pepper's style, he probably forgot and was late. So we were probably a good hour overdue our dinner. But, yeah. you know, for the sake of the granny, etc., you wouldn't be starting without saying grace. And so it was very important. Like we couldn't start without Father Pierre Pepper there. Now he came down, he had, um, he'd got into his casual gear. He was a big wearer of, um, of what are those, the Timberland boots and all like he was, he was a bit down with it, you know, and uh, came in, say, said grace, had the dinner and then all the lads, everybody else really enjoyed it. Came to the day two, had the crack. Great man. Came to the day, like why is he there? Because <laughs> he's just, he's Father Pierre Pepper. It's what he does. He sound like, he's cool dude. <laughs> do you know what I mean it's just that like day two that would have taken me over the edge like what is he doing there he's a complete stranger he's an acquaintance at best he is an acquaintance at best really do you know what I'd say now with the number restrictions and everything like that I'd say all that's gone out the window gone out the window I was like are they coming to the meal so they can get paid is that what like what's the dealio or are they just like I'm gonna get my free meal I'd say there's a bit of it all like and like I think it just upsets me I like now I did have a conversation with the priest before where I was like I absolutely without being mean I really don't like getting those invites you know I hate turning up sitting at the table having a dinner and and doing that you know it's something about it just makes me feel uncomfortable. Just like, I don't know. I don't even know why they're involved in marriages. But, but this like, is the ultimate debate. This is the ultimate debate. It really, it, yeah, it just, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't be a fan of it now. There wouldn't. Now, I still I don't, don't know if I'm actually officially married because he did call me Sarah the whole time. You see, this is it. They never not get really this. my name. Like, you know, so. That's, that is. Like their only job, their only job is learning a couple of names. That's all they have to do because they have the script already. They do. They've been like, I did the... give him the chief groomsman. Yeah. I did give him the curveball. Like there was a lot to take in that day. Name. So he wasn't getting your name right, but he spent two days at your wedding and got <laughs> paid. <laughs> when you put it like that, couldn't yeah. learn your name. <laughs> couldn't learn your name. Like, I, like and I tried to explain it the like, Sarah Sarah not Sarah like you know so I did try but yeah no I just I we still don't know if we're properly married but it's not a man. So we're going name. with it we're going with the flow you know look <laughs> we've come this far seven years later we might be okay uh I just think it's gas they're real ballers in fairness to them the arrogance of that it's just like the it's like as if if Cahill had been called a priest that's who he would have been do you know what I mean Jesus oh no you wouldn't be finding the priest pissing in the corner no but I'm saying if Cahill had chosen a different life and had <laughs> become a priest Brilliant. and I think the only other people that really stand out for me now at weddings apart from the variety in the room and all the rest of it are the kids yeah because if it kids go it. yeah if kids go to a wedding they're either the thing that makes it for me or they're just everyone hates them mm-hmm. screamers yes so I think yeah. it's just I find it's the for me when I see kids at a wedding it's that thing of the little bit of anxiety are are they going to be deadly kids or are they going to be irritants because at some point in the night I do actually 
maybe it's my own social anxiety or whatever, but I do kind of get bored of talking to adults. I do yeah, like yeah. chatting to the kids for a while and you can just kind of talk about farts and just whatever. And you can really, you can really slag the other guests with the kids. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I'm just picturing now every wedding invitation you get going forward, it's going to actually just put you at the kids table. <laughs> Oh, I would be happy out. I would be happy because there's, at least there's a bit of real talk there. There is real talk there. Yeah, there's, there's, you're not listening to Carl. No, they will tell you how it is. They will tell you what's going on, uh, what they think of the couple, you know, like. Yeah, who's I, really I think it's drunk. just the real talk because they yeah. have no filter. But then, don't get me wrong, sometimes... I'm like, get that kid away from me. I know. Do you know the kid that just keeps coming up with the magic trick, showing off and showing you their dance moves and their, their uh, no. And then they want to sing and all this. And I'm just like, fuck off. Yeah. Like I'm at a wedding and I'm getting drunk and I've left mine at home. I've, I know. I've, I've, I've done my time. Like, you know, yeah, this is, no thanks. Yeah. And you see, that's the thing because uh, oh, Billy like, Barry. You're going to get it. You're going to get it because somebody's hyped them up to say oh you have a role in this wedding so we now have to all the guests have to be subjected to it and they're going around and they're busting out their like little mix no I want to see the other shite I want I want to actually see the party piece that they've done in their own bedroom by themselves that's what I want to see that's like a pile of piss I don't want to see one that's been choreographed by someone else their man's been paying 20 euros to go to every Saturday. I want in preparation for the wedding. I want the shite. I want the pure shite. Yeah, like the when they have an awful stuff. voice or they're a crap dancer. That's what I want. That's, That's what we all stuff. want. That's the authentic one. That's the yeah, authentic yeah, one. Yeah. Get up there and do whatever. That's what I want. I don't want, I don't want actually talented kids. I haven't yeah. got time for that. No. Because I'm I I'm essentially in competition. Like my niece, I love her. But she's going for auditions for movies now. I'm like, you yes. fuck off. Who do you I, think you are? Who do you think you are? Because I said to her, I said to her, I was te- I was asking her how she found the auditions and stuff, right? Like, obviously, the parents are totally living vicariously through her. Let's not get started on that. But anyway, I was telling her about some audition that I had for an ad, right? And I was saying to her, oh, well, you know, like, a lot of the time it's just... They actually want something with brown hair and you have whatever hair. And I was like, you know, a lot of the time it's just something simple, like whatever. Right. Trying to be and like, smooth it over. Yeah. Yeah. Manage the, cool manage it, yeah. And then I said to her, I said, well, what kind of stuff? I was like, what kind of stuff do you think you'd like to do? And she looks at me and she says, well, you know, I think I'd like to start small like you, like ads, the kind of stuff that you do. Oh, oh, God. Now you're lucky you didn't have a few drinks at a wedding on you because there would have been drop kicked. You would have you would have started the fight. Yeah. Yeah. No, so the kids, I think the kids, there has to be a perfect number of kids. There has to be enough kids for the kids to kind of be in the kids' crew. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, if you've only got three in one game, yeah. One of them's twelve and one of them's two, like it's a load of them, you know. And I don't mean I don't mean my kids at all. My kids, no, they're not at a wedding at all. No, thank you. Because I brought my daughter to my brother's wedding back in the day. Because at the time she was the only grandchild and she had just started walking. It was the worst day of my life because I just was walking around these grounds with her all day. And people 
I go past people, you know, because you can't, they're just walking, you know, at that age where there's no yeah, purpose, yeah. they're just walking. And the stairs and you all, like, you can't relax. No, and everyone's going, ah, she's lovely as they turn the head and go back to their drink like, and whatever. She's so lovely, why don't you take her for an hour? I know, no, it was just so bad. <laughs> so not my own children. No, no, no. no Other people's 100%. children. You, you can ever... have a little bit of crack with for like 30 seconds and then go and off. Then and then on we go. Exactly. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever come across, you know, the uncle? I know you were chatting about the aunt. Mm-hmm. Do you ever come across the uncle who is like a complete liability, right? He's sculling the Guinness down, giving out about yeah. the price of the pint, giving out about the, the quality of the Guinness because it's in a hotel. Yeah. Um, oh, everything's overpriced. And he's telling everybody, oh, no, that's not great steak. Do you know what's really good steak now if you go here, here and here? But he's also he knows the lads at the wedding because they're all playing for the the under whatever team. Yeah, and he likes to still be in, in in you know involved in that sport. So you find him; he's at the bar burning the ears off them. Nobody wants to hear about him. He's an yeah. absolute mess, and then he's trying to dance on the dance floor, but he's like knocking into everyone. Oh yeah, and all he's doing, all he's doing on the dance floor is just filling it with Guinness farts. That's all. Oh. He's just it's just like a, he's like a sprinkler just going around the dance floor clears like, the whole dance floor the bride and groom have paid like thousands for a band of DJ yeah. and no one can dance on the dance floor no full of Guinness friends or saying, yeah people are finally getting up people are finally getting up and like oh great people are getting up and then he gets up and he's like just and he always he always when you are on the dance floor he always tries to grab your hand and twirl you around yeah and it's always awkward it's always like you're getting twirled the wrong way and you're almost like dislocating your arm and stuff and you turn around and your mates who you did go to the dance floor with have now ditched you because they're like um each yeah every man for themselves yeah Yeah. and his wife's usually like a lovely woman she's quiet yeah yeah do you ever notice like a lot of those women are actually teetotal or something yeah, and they they've, have... watched, they've watched, they've watched, <laughs> their sense of taste and smell has burned from the farts, the years of agonizing farts. <gasps> oh, God. Stop the lights. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that, that's a good suite. I think you'll definitely find one of the, you, you'll definitely find, I can guarantee you, people are listening to this going, I know who that is. I know, Cole. Yeah, it's just, I think he's the one that really, I have no time for it all, but I think it's just because I I think I think initially when I met him, like I met him in the Grail Toft. Do you know? And what he was I mean? probably like, like he's a lovely guy. Don't get me wrong, yeah, lovely chap. But there's just so much to pair back. You know, there's so much yeah. facade and whatever. Like if you actually got to the real person who he is, it would be completely different. But, but just trying just, hard, yeah. Oh, I know. Just so much of them, but um. Yeah, I am. Uh, I think I've got a wedding in December coming up. So <laughs> good luck to the couple. <laughs> I wonder, Emma, if you were to describe yourself as a guest. Yes. What would your behaviour summation be? Apart from taking off the Stealing. shoes and nicking yeah. everything on the on the table. Um, I will. Uh, I. I would be that guest that will make best friends with someone that I'll, I'll never see again. Yeah. I would be that kind of person. That's me. And uh, yeah, I'm one of them. Like terrible, terrible stuff, right? But me and my partner, Shane, met this um, girl.
girl before, like not girl, but like, you know, a good, what was she being? A good 15 years younger than us, right? And I think she messaged us the next day because she thought that we were going to set up a women's uh, football team. Absolute shy talk. Absolute <gasps> shy talk. Because at the time he was managing a football team and I played football when I was younger. I'm like that level of convincing, like that you actually feel like you've made a friend for life. And then they text me the next day, like, say what? Who's this? Who's that? Oh no, the shame. Yeah, I'm that kind of person. Yeah, I've been there. And like, then I'm introducing them to everybody that I know that comes in. Come here, this is Billy. Oh, Billy's great. Do you know Billy? Like, straight up holding court. Yeah, or do you know who? my partner Shane as well he for some reason every time he's really good at like gravitating towards not the black sheep of the family but you know the person <laughs> the family that's the slight outsider <laughs> then it makes this real kind of weird thing of like oh like your your uncle Joe your uncle Joe like he's fucking oh my god he's great crack he's fantastic and everyone's like uncle Joe yeah, Uncle Joe. Well, like, there's a reason him. why you've never met him before. You know, whatever. He gambled his house away. Like, that's why we don't talk to Joe anymore. You know, all this kind of stuff. So that always creates another little extra piece of drama. I don't know how he does it, but he always he finds does them. It. He has a sense for it. Yeah. That's he, he, brilliant. He, he, he seeks them out or something. I don't know what it is. Or he attracts yeah, Maybe them. He, he does. He, he, he has opened himself for them. And therefore yes. he attracts it. I that's think he, it's almost like a medium thing, like that he's yeah. the, he's the vessel that's kind of going to bring them back into the fold. Like it never actually works out like that. But yeah. I don't know what it is. But um, yeah, I'd be getting fairly hammered, obviously. Like yeah. would be pretty Standard. much the same thing. And yeah, I do. No, I always enjoyed them. But I think when the kids were younger and stuff, and there was just so many of them, there was a lot of stress involved. And as well, you're rushing out the door and you're fighting with each other in the car to get to the venue where, you know, Google yeah. Maps has brought you down this mad place. And there's always a little spat in the car before you get there. It's just uh, high pressure. Lovely. High uh, pressure, love, isn't it? I, I, I particularly love the fight before you go somewhere because now how do you feel about this? You know, when you have the fight in the car before you get to the place and then you get out. Mm hmm. And your other half is being ex, like, kind of like putting the arm around you. Go, oh, well, you, you know, you kind of get chatting to your group. How do you feel about your partner at that moment? So w- it depends on the group, right? Because yeah. it could go either way for us, right? We're killing each other because yeah. something, right? Like, because mm-hmm. own own is like he gets really like in a flap if we're not on time and stuff like that. Where I'm just like yeah. grand, like relax, everything yeah. will be fine. So like he gets really wound up and then I don't respond to the wind up. So then that's where the clash comes. So say we arrive and it's a group of friends that we know really, really well. We will continue giving out about each other to to the group. Yeah, nice. But if it's family, then we pull it together and then pretend like everything's absolutely fine. And I might maybe turn to own sister maybe and say what happened and take the piss out of him. But other than that, that, like you kind of have to know when you have to put on the show as well yes you know so well it's I like father it. ted you know joe and mary oh, totally like, father it's a real day full of emotion though that like a, emotional roller coaster those days and then Even you get into guess. the wedding and you see everything's lovely and then you're like oh isn't that nice and then everything's fine and then you have the few drinks and then everything's fine and then you're there you're yes. annoyed then because they won't go to bed because yes. you get to that point and they've one of you's got too drunk 
that the other one yeah, has to then sacrifice the night because you have to be brought to bed. Yeah, it's usually him now in fairness that gets more sozzled. But on the odd occasion that I do, because it's usually him, he's extremely understanding. Mm. Which is would, he your, would he rub your nose in it the next day and t- play back everything no. that you did? No, not no, at I, all. I, I, I like knows. to do that. I like to do that. To, to oh well so do oh. I yeah but he knows that it's it's I would usually I it, it, see I just like dealing with kids on a hangover or whatever it just fills me with so much fear oh, that no, I usually I do you know I'll usually have a bit more control than him but if if it turns out that I'm the one that's gotten completely hammered he, he will be like super nice to be the next day so I should really do it more because he knows, yeah. like, it'll be his turn again very soon. Well, but, that's um, it. All they're doing is creating padding for their next pass. Tell, oh, it's not an act of love. It's, no, I know. No, it's, it's a strategic. Just, it's a strategic move. Yeah. I mean, because being in, like being with somebody, it's not you know, it's not romance now. Like we're basically running a very small ship business. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. really what it is. That's it. And look, you just have to power it together as a partnership, and uh, you know. Drive that yeah, forward. So what I'm Turn saying is, wedding, do the part, do your yeah. part. Don't be any of those characters. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm be- all I, basically what I'm saying is, I'm, I'm available as a celebrant. If anyone. yeah, yeah, I'd say you. This you'd, is a business, people. It's not love. But you wouldn't expect to get a seat at the top table if you were no the celebrant. No, why would you? Unless you're getting paid to be there. Wouldn't that be really sad? I don't know. And I'd learn the names. I would learn the names. And and I know you would. I know you'd put your heart and soul into it. I was actually going to do it, but then I looked into it and it's a couple of grand to train. There's a lot in it. Yeah. There's a lot of training in it. Yeah. You yeah. So out. I was like, yeah. oh, no. Yeah. Maybe someday. I, could do that. Because my dad, be is, my dad's one of those people that loves funerals. So he's bringing me to funerals all the time as a kid. Oh my god! I've been to, I've been to thousands of funerals. Oh, now he did used to work. He did used to work in like employee relations, or whatever. So it was we know loads of day. people. Yeah, it was part of the job that you had to like go and turn up to the funeral. But like I'm, I would say from my age, I'm pretty good at going to a funeral. Like I know you know the protocol. I know the protocol and know how you just slip in like yourself, not too and went to exit. arriving on time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just but enough, enough to show a face. Because my dad's family will be very much like people nearly do stand-up sets at funerals. <laughs> Honest to God, like, like, around, like around at the wake, like people be up like telling jokes or whatever. So, I love that. Yeah. Maybe I, I get it. to funerals. On, do you know what? On that happy note, on that happy note, <laughs> oh, <laughs> today. we've come full circle. I know. Apologies, apologies. Emma, thank you so much for joining I, us and giving us that you. insight. You too. That was fantastic um, insight into the life of a wedding. And Emma, do you have any shows coming up? Where can people see you next? I am... Um, uh, I don't know when this is going out, but I'm in Vicar Street on Friday. Fabulous. And um, where am I after that? I'm in Sligo on Tuesday. I'm, I'm, it's back you're everywhere. Where, so is it Instagram? We go and find out where you're going to be. Yeah, Instagram is my Perfect. my main place that I go. Yeah, that's your main res- residence. Yeah. Fabulous, Emma. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mel. 
Thanks for listening to Real Weddings with Sarah. Thanks to producer Ruth Devaney, voiceover extraordinaire Phil Cawley and Pink Champagne Wedding Band for our Cool Finds jingle. Join me next week where we will be chatting to another top guest to get the scoop about their wedding day and married life. Until then, you can find me at Irish Wedding Blog on social media channels. 